Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about what is the best diet for losing weight permanently, and it's not even close. It is the diet that works for you. Now really take this in, because we can get so caught up on the idea that there's a perfect diet we need to follow for us to lose weight, but it's not true. They've tested all the diets. Keto, low carb, low fat, low everything, and it turns out whatever diet you consistently follow is pretty much gonna get you the results you're looking for. The, the question is, what can you consistently follow? And you've got to take that piece of the puzzle into the equation because most of the time people just look at what's the fastest way for me to look, lose weight, which is some extreme plan that is not sustainable. And so when you start a weight loss plan, you have got to also consider, is this something that I can do long-term? Because if you can't do it long-term, this is the reason diets don't work. It's not that they don't work technically, they don't work because people stop doing them. And so while keto may give you the fastest weight loss results, if it's not something you're going to stick with long term, why build your success around that? Okay, so really internalize this because this really stops a lot of people from losing weight. Now let's talk about this solution, right? Because you never hear this articulated. What it is is that you can take aspects of keto, you can reduce your carbs, you can take aspects of carnivore and eat more meat if that's what you believe. You can take aspects of vegan and cut more meat out. It really doesn't matter, but stop picking one plan as if it's this complete system that you're gonna use for the rest of your life. Because most plans, you've never met the person, the person has never met you and it's not a fit for you, it's not designed for you. It's a concept that's put into a plan that says you have to do it exactly this way. You do not. You can take aspects of different plans in service of creating a plan that is customized around you, your genetics, your preferences, what you like and don't like, and your lifestyle. And when you put the energy and time into doing this, you're gonna end up with a plan that is custom made for you that you're gonna be able to stick with long-term. And that is the biggest determinant of how long you're going to successfully keep the weight off for all right so i um hope this this means something to you take a little bit of time and think about it i know it seems like it takes a little more work to figure this out but ultimately it's going to be a lot less work because once you figure it out you never have to think about dieting again all right so give this some thought i hope it helps you out um if anyone has any questions feel free to ask them i'd be happy to take a swing at them here on a monday <laughs> here on a monday and i'm here at noon which uh I'm trying to do. I'm, that's my goal here this week. I'm going to experiment. Noon every day. I'm going to do noon every day forever. Changing up the whole format a bit. But I'm going to start doing noon. So if you ever want to talk to me, ever have any questions, I will be here for you. Um, ready to go. And I'm going to start streaming on all the different platforms. Not just TikTok. And YouTube. So, But anyways, yeah, if you have any questions about weight loss, feel free to ask them. I know uh, sometimes... I don't know. It's funny. I find this time of year is a funny one because of the, the Halloween. They try to make as many holidays as possible to become out the food, right? But here's where you have a unique one where it's really three holidays stacked up on top of each other in terms of Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas season. So food-wise, it's probably one of the bigger challenging times. And, and on top of that, there's right on the other end of the holiday times is January 1st, which is you know when you kick off your weight loss. So this next, this, this we're right in it now, but these three months, October, November, December, what you really have to watch out for is being put into a trance, a food trance, you know? Um, oh, that's nice, Don. Yeah, Don says first year, no holiday head noise. That's great. You know, they, they say, they've done studies on holiday weight gain, and it's not a tremendous amount of gain that people put on typically. But what it typically ends up being is it's a, it's a couple pounds and those kind of stick around. And then the next year it's a couple pounds, you know, and those stick around. So 
that's kind of the thing. Um, so how do you deal with that? You know, I think the secret is, in my opinion, and this is just my my approach, but I like balance, you know, and I think that's a different message than you're typically getting in the weight loss world. You know, weight loss world is very dogmatic and strict. You have to do it one way. And if you're doing it one way, keto, for example, you know, carbs are really bad. And so, you know, how are you going to go through the holiday season with not eating much carbs? Right. So it's like, if that's the plan, what are your chances of succeeding? Because you're all or nothing. Right. And so it becomes so easy if you go into the holidays all or nothing, especially if you're keto or intermittent fasting, um, which are the two most popular diets right now. And uh, so you go into them and it's like, well, yeah, you're going to follow your keto plan during the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. Right. The holidays are the hardest time probably for the for the average person to get through without any carbs. And so if you're not going to do it 100 percent, well, catch me, you know, check back in January 1st, you know, and it's like so I don't. To me, it's like the holidays are less about like losing weight or keeping the weight off even. It's more about interfacing, interfa interfacing if it was, um, uh, <laughs> uh, I just got some message come through. Interfacing with uh, being with your maintenance mode, you know, where you're not all or nothing, where you're all or something. Uh, I think that that's really important to recognize. I think that... Uh, you know, usually when you try and lose weight, it's very all or nothing, you know? And so, um, any thoughts on feeling like you have to catch up when you get off track for a bit? Uh, yeah, I get that. Uh, the catch up thing is interesting. And so I like to reframe this. Okay. And so what I mean by that is that, you know, a lot of times when we start losing weight, we start thinking about a very, a very, uh, I got some message coming that distracted me. Sorry about that. Um, a lot of times when we think about weight loss, we we think about a very uh, we we think about a very creating a big deficit uh, with calories. And when we do that, we're always thinking about creating the big deficit. That's what's going to make us lose the weight, you know. But a lot of people think about okay, here's your average calorie consumption. That's where your weight's at, and then you create this big reduction in this deficit, and then you're going to bring it up to some maintenance level that you'll figure out at some other time. But program yourself then, I'm always thinking about bring it down to the maintenance level. That's it. Like you just figure out what's the maintenance level for me. Okay. And so when we make a mistake, it's okay. That's just kind of our old eating habit. And we want to get ourselves back to our new level. So I, I, I hope that makes sense. Um, oops. If you want to be at 55 kilograms, for example, why do you have to eat so many calories at your current weight? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means. Um, I mean, like people say, go to a calorie calculator and put in your current weight. I want to lose weight. Well, I should eat so many calories. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, if you want to lose weight, you gotta. You, you don't have to eat less. You have to consume less calories. And that distinction is actually really important. Um, what that means is that really understand calorie density. And so I think it's important that. You know, you could eat a, a cookie, right? And it's calorie dense. So it may have 100 calories in it, but it doesn't take up much space. You could eat a salad that takes up this much space and that might be 100 calories, right? So technically you're eating more, but there's less calories in it, you see? And that's the secret to losing weight. But yeah, if you want to lose weight, you've got to reduce your calorie, um, your calorie intake, your average calorie consumption. But there's ways to do that. Again, most people kind of just like slice huge swaths of, of calories out and it overwhelms them. And... I think it's really important that you realize that 
it, again, we can't just look at cutting calories. We've got to look at how it affects your hunger, how it affects your moods, how it affects your energy levels. You know, I th the average person, they estimate the average um, Americans consuming 2,700 calories and 2,700 calories, it, you know, again, maybe you think that, maybe you don't, but um, then a person goes on a diet and a regular diet would be at 1,200 calories, right? So that's a 50, 60% reduction in calories. And that reduction in calories is dramatic, right? It's gonna be very difficult to maintain that, you know? But that's where a lot of people start, something extreme. So again, I mean, if you take a step back and look at it, you say, oh, well, no wonder, right? No wonder. It's like, that's such an extreme drop. No way you'd be able to continue with that, right? But again, you get you get so desperate and you get so locked in that, that weight loss mindset that you're like, that's just the normal thing to do. <laughs> I've struggled with consistency, but I'll keep doing the most difficult thing I can think of to be the, you know, that sets me up to be the least consistent. You know, so again, it's it's it all starts by having a longer term time frame. You have got to think about this approach. Again, you got to stop focusing on weight loss and start focusing on weight mastery, the ability to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. It's not enough to just want to lose weight. That's what sets you up to be at the mercy of all these diets, and they prey upon your impatience, and you just want to change it quick. But it is that mindset, you know, that that really keeps you, you know, just kind of spinning your wheels and stuck in the same spot. I saw your video, you can't start on a perfect Monday, so can I start whenever? Yeah, Helen, I think that's the litmus test, right? Is you think to yourself, I want a plan I can start on a Friday. Now, it, it's a thought experiment. I always joke, program yourself in. It was one of my, that's the day most people, not, not the most, but a lot of people sign up for my program on a Friday and I always joke with that because it's probably the only program, any weight loss program would start on a Friday, right? Instead of on a Monday. Um, so the, the thing about Monday I was talking about, yeah, you start any day you want. You can still start on Monday. I, I'm joking, but I'm just bringing attention to this idea that a lot of times people, um, they just imagine that there's going to be this magical Monday where they're all of a sudden going to be able to, uh, you know, eat perfectly, follow their plan perfectly. And it's this fantasy land. I mean, it's fantasy land. Again, don't take this personally. I'm saying just what has your past experiences been? You know what I mean? Like when you've had, say, and again, what do you want to do? Keto, you want to do Weight Watchers, whatever your plan is that you want to follow. You've attempted multiple times on Monday to say, okay, today's the day. No more, no more carbs today. No more eating for 16 hours. Whatever you, you said you were going to do. And what happened though, right? You, you got into it and everything was fine the first couple hours, maybe the first couple of days. And then at some point it starts to become, um, it, it's too difficult to keep up. Right? It gets overwhelming. You get frustrated, you get annoyed, you get tired, and you fall off it, you know? And so we have to start looking at things accurately in order to do things the, a new way that works for us. All right? It says, I remember that you said to think how you would feel after when you eat something. That's helping. Yeah, Dina, that's great. I, I think, again, it's... um. It's, it's training our brain the way we want it to. Again, you know, we live in a culture where we've, we've all been exposed to millions and millions and millions of ads where we are um, constantly being conditioned to think about food in terms of the anticipation of it coming towards us and the eating of it, right? Every single food commercial you see is looking at the food right before you eat it. It's coming towards you. You're getting ready to eat it. And then someone's eating it. They never show afterwards like the empty wrapper, <laughs> you know what I mean? The crumbs. And so we have been conditioned to really just focus on the anticipation and consumption of the food. When in reality, the consequence that's always there, that, and I'm not talking about the weight consequence even, I'm talking about the consequence five minutes after, like if you're a person who wants to lose weight and you think about it all the time, and then you go and eat ice cream or you eat a bag of chips, um, what ends up happening is you feel 
mentally, right? What's the internal dialogue? What are you saying to yourself? You feel frustrated with yourself. You're mad at yourself. You did it. You feel discouraged, all this stuff. And then the emotions that go with it, you might feel guilt, shame, frustration, you know, angry, whatever. And so those emotions are right there. And so a lot of people just never think about them, but they're right there. And so as soon as you focus on them, again, we're not bullshitting ourselves. We're not making up fantasy land. We're just cleansing the lens of our perception and training ourselves to focus on that consequence that follows. And the consequence is the longest lasting part. The anticipation and consumption, they happen, they're over, and now we're living with the consequences. And your whole life now, you know, is this chronic dealing with the consequences of the food choices you're making, but you've been conditioned not to focus on those. So when you make a food choice, right? So say, say you struggle with ice cream. And this is part of dealing with the food noise, by the way, folks, okay? Yeah, food noise is a real thing, but you know, the medicine is, I guess, one approach, but there's other approaches. The approach is starting to understand how to run your own brain because you are thinking about food constantly because you're constantly being exposed to food marketing, you know? And it's like every, all that marketing is little mini hypnosis sessions. So when you are in front of ice cream or whatever your food a challenge is, what you're doing subconsciously don't realize is you're thinking about the anticipation and the consumption of that food. And you're, that's driving up your cravings for it, okay? And then you're trying to use your willpower to fight against those cravings that you're unconsciously driving up. <laughs> so what's the alternative? The alternative says, oh, okay, there's ice cream. Oh, do I want ice cream? Instead of just not realizing, you're just thinking about the anticipation and consumption of it, focus on the consequence. How will I feel five minutes after I finish eating that? That's the question. Now you don't, you're not making stuff up. How do you feel? And now sometimes this works because sometimes you're still going to eat the ice cream, but then how do you feel? Verify it. Oh, you know what? I feel great. <laughs> I feel great about myself. I feel super. I feel empowered. I feel motivated. I feel excited. I feel light, energized. Great. <laughs> this isn't about bullshitting yourself. This is about truly connecting the behavior you do and the consequence that follows. It's right there. And what ends up happening is as you start to create this connection, strengthen it. Thank you, Vicky. Um, you start to naturally make better choices. This is what happened with cigarettes. You know, they, they created campaigns that linked up the consequence to the behavior. And, um, you know, so you have to do this yourself, though, because no one's doing it for us with food, <laughs> unfortunately. Thoughts on indulging in sweets and treats without overindulging? Yeah, my thoughts on that are I love that. So I love that question, Naya. I, I think indulging, right? So, so in Program Yourself, then we use the language of eating for pleasure. And I think a big part of mastering your weight is the ability to really genuinely eat for pleasure. And I think what most people do is their, their definition of eating for pleasure is, is overeating. That's what you associate together. And I think you wanna recreate that. Cause I think the, the most pleasure you can possibly get out of food is to eat whatever your favorite food in the world is, to eat it at your goal weight, feeling good about yourself. That's what I think the most pleasure possible is. And so program yourself in a huge part of the, the process is really to you, asking the question, how can you enjoy food more than you ever had in your life? How can you get the most enjoyment possible out of food? That's the question. And I think you'll find that you're not getting the most pleasure out of food possible, right? You're, you're eating it and it loses its pleasure halfway through. And then there's the consequences you're dealing with, you see? So we want to start to say, what is, how can I enjoy sweets the most? Sweets and treats the absolute most. It's not eating the whole bag. You know, people don't usually answer that. That's usually not the answer. Right. So it's, it's, it's different than that. So I think that starts to reframe it for you in a better way. Uh, Helen says that's exactly what happened. I always say next Monday, next Monday and make excuses. Yeah, Helen, I get it. But think about this, right? Let's just reframe that. The, the reason, right. You, you probably think about weight loss all the time, constantly. Right. And you're not losing any weight though. 
right? So, so what's going on? Well, I would say it's not that you don't want to lose weight. I think you really do. I think the problem is that the strategy you think you have to use, and it's really not a strategy, that you, you think the way you have to lose weight is some diet. And you can write down what your thing is. It might be, it might be a specific one like keto, you know, intermittent fasting, whatever, or it might be just a general one. Okay, now I got to eat perfect. Whatever it is, I bet it's, a, it's an extreme overcorrection to your diet. And the truth is you don't want to do it, right? Because it's all or nothing. And it's overwhelming to you. You've done it before. It hasn't lasted. You don't like doing it. And so now you avoid it, right? And so I think that um, that's the problem, right? So you're stuck in this thing where you keep trying to force yourself to do something you don't like to do. And so instead of focusing on it that way, I would suggest let's make this something you want to do. Well, how do you do that? Well, you, you start a little slower. You start in a way that's manageable, you know, they say that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. Your focus is always on the short term, you know? And so I think it's really important that you, uh, you know, start to reframe that. that. That's the mindset piece. You know what I mean? That's why I always think the mindset piece is the most important piece of the whole puzzle, you know? So speaking of that, if you, if you have not yet got on my list, make sure you go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session and watch the training I give you. It's all free. Okay, that'll, that'll give you a clear idea of what I'm saying. Um, Dean says, thank you, you're very knowledgeable. Thank you very much, appreciate that. Uh, Vicky says, how do we explain this to family and friends who think we have no willpower? Um, well, how do we explain this to family and friends who think we have no willpower? Who think you, we have no willpower, they have no willpower. I'm assuming that's what you mean? I'm not sure if I understand the question. Um... First off, explaining things to family and friends first off, though, <laughs> let me just take that part. Usually I like to avoid that as much as possible. Um, you know, especially, I, I always joke, because program yourself, then it's just like, it, it's hard to like, just make it into a sentence like what it is. It, it's more of a philosophical, different approach to mastering your weight. And I think that um, trying to explain it to people, because they always say, well, how much weight did you lose? How much weight did you lose? <laughs> you know? Well, I haven't lost a bunch of weight yet, but I'm, I'm building up a foundation you know it's again it's uh that's the that's the the hardest part of my job i would say is that you know i'm sitting here on the ground floor i've been doing this for 20 years over 5,000 private weight loss sessions and the results i see are long-term results from people you know i don't i don't aim for fast results because fast results typically don't last you know um but that's one of the frustrating parts is that people say oh they're starting a new plan how much weight you lose and that's the only thing they measure it on you know i get that all the time now where people are like um you know, they're, they're like, they, they can't, if, if you don't lose weight quick, they just not, there's no motivation, right? You've got to recognize that in yourself. It's like you're, you're, if you start a weight loss plan, it's like you got a couple days, maybe a week you can go. And it's like, if that scale doesn't go down pretty dramatically. You're completely discouraged. You know, you're, you're always like a, approaching this kind of like a sprint, you know, and it's like, you don't get instant results. It's like, you're completely devastated. I don't know. I got off on a tangent. Anyways, I'll leave that go. Um, He said, family who's seen overweight person thing is because they have no willpower. Oh, got you. They don't understand the whole issue of dysfunctional relationship with food mindset, et cetera. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, the world is just so full of wrong beliefs and wrong paradigms and ideas that, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, that's frustrating to me too. Because, you know, I, th I find that so annoying when it comes to the weight loss because it's like, I always think, when most people think about weight loss, they think about dieting. And when they think about dieting, it's really like, like the just say, remember like they used to just say no to drugs in the eighties, right? It's like, oh, just say no to drugs, right? And it was like this, this simpleton superficial 
tactic, right? But it's like, we don't use that now. We, we don't say that now still because we realize it's, it's silly, right? It's just this this thing that doesn't work. It's just, a, it's a cute phrase, but it doesn't work. But do we not just do this with diets, right? Don't, don't most people approach a diet like the same way though? I know what I need to do. I just gotta get myself to do it. Oh, you just need to do it? You just need to say no to the food? That's it, <laughs> you know? So it's like, if people are gonna approach it that way, Cool. Like, and you will meet a few people that are able to succeed with that philosophy too and that structure, you know? Um, so it, it's kind of interesting like that. But for most people, uh, you're not going to keep forcing yourself to do something when you don't have that foundational pieces that are proper. Just like you said, the dysfunctional racial food, the mindset, the lifestyle pieces, you know, are a huge component of it. So again, I, to, to summarize this, you need a comprehensive approach to mastering your weight, in my opinion. You know, I don't, I don't think just deciding and then just trying to follow some plan that you've tried following before is going to ever work, you know? And so people are going to believe what they're going to believe. I know it's like you're trying to disentangle yourself from that as much as possible because people are just going to believe what they're going to believe, you know, engage the people and explain to them where it seems like it, it might work. And then people that aren't going to understand what you're saying, just ignore them. Um, hey, Astrid, how's it going? Precisely. How do we help them understand? Yeah, if you want to help them understand, right? I, I don't talk about this stuff with any of my family, <laughs> just to be honest. I In the early days, I tried, and it was just another source of intense frustration and, and emotion that wasn't helpful to me. And so, I mean, now listen, luckily I do this for a living, right? So I talk about this all day long, um, so which really takes the, you know, I, I have no desire to talk about this anyways. But I never talk about this stuff with people unless they, they themselves want to lose weight. If, if they want to lose weight, then I know there may be some motivation I could tap into. But if someone is at their goal weight and they're like, oh, do I want you just eat better? And they say, well, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll give that a shot. Yeah, I'll add that add that to the arsenal. I didn't think about that. <laughs> and I move on. Because you know what I mean? Like, again, you have to kind of decide, is this a person I want to engage with and take this on? Like, who gives a shit? You know, it's it's so hard to like, it's, it's I always look at things like, it's so hard to convince myself of things. You know what I mean? Like, it's so hard to just deal with me. I don't want to take on other people on top of that. So I, I don't know if that's exactly what you mean, but we could talk about it on Wednesday in more context, but um, yeah, it's a whole thing. Same here. I just stay quiet today. <laughs> so that's what, you know what I mean. Um, it just is. And, and you know, it's funny though. I will tell you for sure, because before, you know, I did this for 10 years. I was on my own path when I wasn't doing this professionally. Now, even within about five years, I knew I was going to, so I started getting on that path. But those five, those first five years were the hardest ones because <laughs> I would try and help other people. I'd try and engage them, you know, share what I was doing, all this stuff. And it wasn't well received typically. And so I got good at practicing just, hmm, great. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Willpower. Right. I, I, yeah. I'll just say no next time. I'll just, you're right. I do think of that. <laughs> so I like sarcasm. I, I, I've had to use sarcasm as, as a weapon and shield in life, you know, because sometimes again, what's, what's, what's better to throw some sarcasm to avoid it or to engage and, you know, and then get yourself all worked up and then go eat a bag of cookies because you're so pissed off. <laughs> so again, each person has to decide on their own, which strategy is best moving forward. Um, it's funny. I'm in a situation like that right now in my life. I'm about to engage with someone, and uh, I usually don't. I usually just kind of let everything go, but but they're an asshole, and uh, I can't let it go. So I will, you know, I get it, but I pick and choose my battles, you know, but I, I avoid most of these in life, and even when I'm confronted with them, I typically avoid them, but sometimes, you know, you save that energy for the right person, and that person's here. Uh, I'll wait for my results to do the talking. Vicky, I like that thinking too. I've always thought that myself as well. I really have. I look at a... Um, you know, it, it's 
I, I, that's a hundred percent what I do. Yep. I look at my results and I let the results do the talking. And I use that, you know, I, I've sat on that stuff. I said, you know what, if, if I'm going to, if I'm really going to, and now this is where I never gave a shit about just losing the weight though. Even from the beginning, I said, I'm going to, I'm, I'm losing the weight. This is it. I'm done. And so when I would talk, I wouldn't say much, but I would say things in terms of this is, I'm doing this once in one last time. I have mastered my weight. It was always very definite sense of purpose to my language. And so I wouldn't go into the details with it because I would say to myself, I'm going to show this person. They're going to see that I master my, my weight and my health. And they're going to see it not just in the next two, three months, not just the next six months, forever. <laughs> You're going to see me. And every time you see me, we may not see each other for five, 10 years, but every time you see me, I'm going to be here at the same weight, same level of health. Because I believe in this stuff, you know? And so, yeah, I think letting your results do the talking is a wonderful philosophy. You know, wonderful, wonderful. Because you avoid the, the dumb stuff. And um, I think it's good motivation. It was for me anyways, you know? But everyone's got to figure out what motivates them anyways. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's a key part. Every time I get my ass up to go on my hour walk, I think this is what I'd be doing at my goal weight. I love that, Naya. And, and so let me say this, though, too. I want to make this clear. And I always make this point. So I think it's great that you're going for an hour walk, okay? Um, and if you're going for an hour walk, you know, if you're, if your compliance with whatever your goal is for how often you want to go for a walk is, is high, um, then great. But uh, if, if you struggle, if there's some, most of the time you're able to get on for a walk and sometimes you're not, always make sure you got a plan B and C. Okay, and a plan B could be a half hour walk, a plan 15 minute walk, a plan C could be a walk around the block for five minutes, right? And so again, what we always want to do is always be, now again, if you're always going for an hour walk every day, then that, that's ideal, right? That's the best. Um, but if you, again, if you're struggling with that, give yourself some other alternatives. This is one of the biggest kind of strategies I see people never doing. And it's because you're locked in this all or nothing mindset, but we want to become all or something, Right. And so when we're working on, let's just say you want to start walking more and you say, okay, 10,000 steps, that's a goal. Okay, great. That's an ideal goal. And if you can hit that every day, super. But some days you may be feeling sick, you may be a little off, whatever goes on. Then maybe that day you can only hit 7,000. Right. But 7,000, maybe you used to hit 2,000 a day. That's a huge jump. You know, then maybe someday you might be feeling not good at all. Maybe you hit 3,000 steps. You know, so always have some other alternatives as well. But yeah, this is what I'd be doing my goal weight. I think it's a great, I think that's great. What's an easy mindset shift for someone? Who tries fasting okay <laughs> i don't know if you like this or not but the first my an easy mindset shift i would use for someone who tries fasting is i would say do not try fasting right if i told you i tried to close the doors that door open or closed right so try is a word that implies failure so i would take a step back and i would say fasting is this what i want to do is fasting the way that i want to live for the rest of my life to maintain my weight and, and help master it you know, and the answer for me would be no, but, but for you, it may be yes. And if it is yes, then it becomes, okay, I'm going to master fasting. Then fasting is going to be the primary thing I use to master my weight. So I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to start, and I'm going to practice it. And I'm going to do well. And I'll make some mistakes. I'm going to learn from, them, I'm going to grow. I'm going to evolve and I'm going to master this. So I hope that makes sense. You hear what I'm saying? It's the language. The language is one of the easiest mindset shifts you can make. It's hard to do on your own. I'm not going to lie. But now you hear me kind of do it for you. I say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fast because whatever your reasons are. Now, you better have some strong reasons because fasting's hard. Okay? So again, you can do it. I've seen people say, there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. So if you want to fast, great. But build up why you want to fast. Okay? Make, make it obvious. 
Um, love that forever. Yep, yeah, exactly. Hi, Jim. Quick question. Suggestions on relaxing that first few minutes when you tell me to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great, great question, Jody. Yeah, okay. So first, understand that when you're practicing relaxation, it's a skill that you're practicing, okay? And so what that means is that you're probably not good at relaxing. And this is coming from me. I was horrible at relaxing. I have a tweaked up nervous system. I think genetically, experience-wise, you know, my life, there's some traumas. And so I think that... Um, so I think that it's important you recognize that you're probably tense. You're conditioned and, and used to being tense. And so it's a practice. It, it's not much different, in my opinion, like learning to write with the other hand, to give it the proper context. Well, you know what? You guys can even hear me about my fancy microphone. <laughs> Tell me if this makes a difference, actually. I'm always curious. Does this really, really make a difference? Um, so yeah, relaxing, right? What we want to do is just practice it. And, and again, the first step is to realize you're practicing it. You're going to get better and better at it the more you do it, okay? The second step is breaking it down into pieces. How do you relax in a way that you know you're going to relax? Okay, you start with your shoulders. Well, you start with your posture first. Make sure you're somewhat aligned. Relax your shoulders, relax your chest, relax your stomach, relax your face, okay? And once you've relaxed all those things, now you're going to exhale all the air out, most of the air out, and then inhale slowly while keeping all those muscles relaxed and then slowly exhale with all those muscles relaxed. Yep. Then just do that. And so that should help you, right? And, and if you need more more, you know, help than that, we'll, we'll talk about it on the call. Um, works well for me, fasting 24. Wow, 24. That's a very advanced fasting schedule. And again, great, you know? I fast every day for weight management, but more for health standards, start with clothes and kitchen. Yeah, I guess I intermittent fast too. I stopped eating six, seven o'clock. And I think it's valuable. Again, th I have no problems with that, really any of the diets. What I don't like is that people are like, well, if you're going to intermittent fast, you got to do 16 hours, you know? And then if you don't do 16 hours, you feel like a failure. <laughs> so I'm always like, I'd like to loosen it up. So, so 24 is about as extreme as you're going to get probably. But if that works for you, great. You know, if that's something you want to do for the rest of your life, super, you know? But I always say like, like when you're approaching your weight loss, folks, you can't just look at the plan that's going to be the fastest results. You've got to take into account how it fits for you, right? Do, do I like doing this? Do I hate doing this? Does this make me miserable? You've got to take that into account. Now, listen, some of it's new. When you do something new, I think that it's a little bit, you know, it's always a little harder and it's always, you know, it feels a little harder. So you give a little bit of factor that in. But the bigger issue is, is this something I'm gonna be able to do long-term? You know, and, and again, I think you'll quickly know whether, you know, if it's kind of hard and I just gotta get used to it or if it's like, holy shit, this is overwhelming. I don't like this. I don't feel good, you know? Um, I think that's important. I love working out. Thoughts on feeling guilt when you can't fit it in a busy schedule some days. I love working out. Thoughts on feeling guilt when you can't fit it in? I don't know if you mean that. Oh, thank you. Yes to the microphone. Thank God. <laughs> They're always selling you stuff. You never know what's what's real and what's uh what's just marketing. Um I don't know, feeling guilt when you, I don't know what that means. I'm, I, I'm, if, if, if I read that at first, I'm like, well, you want to feel guilty when you're not working out to get you to work out. Um, I don't really like to work that way, you know? I would rather, again, if you love working out on busy scheduled days, I'd probably come up with some alternative workouts. You know what I mean? Because maybe your, your full ideal workout is an hour at the gym right? Great. You know what I mean? When you have a, a super busy day, that, that might be perfect. But some days are crazy, right? So some days just don't, they're not, they're not right for an hour at the gym, you know? And so I'd rather have like 
again, it's up to you to figure it out, but, but a half hour workout at home, you know, a, a five minutes of push-ups or a hit exer, you know, exercise program. So again, I would come up with more alternatives. I wouldn't want to feel guilty because what if you're just flat out one day and you just can't get to the gym workout? Should you feel guilty about that? I hope not. <laughs> I want you to enjoy the process. I want you to motivate yourself to do things because you love doing them. I know no one ever thinks about this with weight loss or working out, but what if you just enjoy doing it and you can, you don't, you can't relate working out or dieting to like liking it because you start way too hard. Like anything you started that intensely, you would hate doing. If you started playing the piano tomorrow for 10 hours because you were in such a rush, the next day you would hate the piano because your fingers would be killing you. <laughs> but that's what you're doing to yourself with working out and dieting a lot of times. So instead of doing that, let's eat better. Let's work out because we, it makes us feel good, but it makes us feel good because we're not we're not overdoing it right away. We're kind of at the appropriate level for where we're at. We keep getting better and better because it makes us feel good. How to get moving with exercise. Yeah, kind of the same thing I did. The, the tactic I always share with people is reduce to the ridiculous. And I think reducing to the ridiculous is the greatest strategy of all um, because most people overwhelm themselves and they can't get themselves to do it or stick with it. And so reduce to the ridiculous says, let's see where you're at. If you haven't worked out in 10 years, let's start with five minutes of exercise every day just to get consistent first and then build the intensity. Consistency over intensity, right? That's one of the, the mantras we use in the program. Get good at consistency, doing something every day or five days a week, and then start building on that. You know, and that's what I would suggest to get moving with exercise is make it simple, easy, and comfortable. I think that's the secret. I find what you have to say a lot less toxic than the Gary Brex pills. <laughs> I do too. I find my stuff I say is much less toxic than a lot of people. I, I Listen, here's what happens. I'll give you part of the reason why. I've built what I call the Robin Hood model for my business, right? So I have high-end coaching, 25 grand to work with me. Um, I have group coaching, right? It's $1,000 to work with me right now. And so I, I have people that, that invest a lot of money with me and that allows me the space and the, the freedom to get on here live and just say shit that I don't give a shit. I don't care if you buy my program or not. <laughs> like, I don't care at all. So I don't have to, I'm not selling you a program here. And I can just say things that are honest. And I think a lot of people, once they start getting into selling a program all the time, they, they start overstating things. They start putting other ways to lose weight down to make theirs seem like the only way that you could lose weight. And so... I find that pretty much the norm, <laughs> you know what I mean, like in the weight loss world. And so I don't have to do that. So I think it probably comes off as less toxic because I'm not trying to manipulate you in any way. I'm not selling supplements. I'm not selling dumb shit. The people that resonate with me, they find me and we work together. And other people, I just want to help you. You know, again, for me, my mission is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. You know, I want you to live a long, happy, healthy life. Again, for me, weight loss is not just about looking good in a bathing suit. It's about living as long as you can and having the best quality of life while you're here alive. So I'm glad you said that. Thank you. I know if I could just do yoga every day. Um, yeah, the yoga thing, right? So again, let me share my yoga experience. I'm a yoga instructor. And so when I first started doing yoga, I used to come I used to do an hour every night and I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. Now this was, I had no kids, I had no family. So I was just, it was just, I had time. And so I would do an a hour yoga every night. Well, then the work for kids, life comes at me and it's like, I don't want to do an hour yoga at night. Okay, but I did not stop. And that was one of the biggest, biggest, most important moments in my life. And I didn't stop. It wasn't an hour or bust. It was an hour. And then I said, or I got 15 minutes, I'll do it. And then 
as life went on, I got more and more tired. <laughs> um, it's only come two minutes. You know what I mean? I said, I'm going to do two minutes at night, you know? And so here I sit in front of you probably the last three, four or five years, 90% of the time at night, I'm doing a two minute yoga routine, two to five minutes, but I'm doing it 360 days a year. So I got the consistency of it. Okay. So please, if you, if you get nothing else, get that. Some people overwhelm themselves with an hour. An hour is great. You know, if you want to do it, but if you feel like, oh, I don't want to do an hour, the second a night comes and you say, oh, I don't want to do an hour and you don't do it. Remember, you got this. This is the alternative, not forcing yourself to do an hour, right? You, you need more options. Okay. Um, guilt as in feeling guilt if I can't find time. Yeah. And no, I, I see what you heard what I said, right? Um, don't, I would, I wouldn't build around the guilt. I, I don't like guilt at all. I like pain, right? Like, like I'm, I'm a, again, program yourself. Then the very first thing we do is go through with motivation, um, and we, it's two things, how to use pain and pleasure and intrinsic, extrinsic, but I'm a big fan of using pain, but guilt, I don't find to be an especially useful emotion, you know, in helping people. I'd much rather use pleasure, excitement, motivation, momentum, you know, feeling good as motivation when I can. And I think in that situation, you certainly could since you love exercising, you know, um, thoughts on fasted, steady state cardio walking first thing in the morning. Um, you know, I've, I'm just literally reading a book on this. It's called Flexible Dieting. This guy is probably seemingly one of the better voices out there in the sense that he really has a high level view of a lot of things. I think that's another thing you got to watch out in the weight loss world is people zoom into a study and create a whole philosophy built around that. And I think, you know, to really understand things, you have to at least go take a high level view and look down a lot of times, you know, at what's going on. And, um, so I, I think fasted, fasted state, working out, all that stuff, unless you're really competing at a high level, um, it, it really makes very little difference. You know, what really matters for the average person approaching weight loss in an average way is reducing calories, increasing exercising, but reducing calories by a mile. And whether you walk in a fasted state or not, you know, that, that little minuscule benefit you may get out of that <laughs> potentially, um, I think that you're focusing way too much on one little thing and, and probably not enough on bigger things are going to serve you way better, like lifestyle, getting sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude, these types of things. I think they're going to get you better results. I do very well for a couple of months with eating better and exercising, but then I lose interest when interest... Yeah, then I lose interest. Um, th th yeah, right? That's the, that's the norm, right? That, that's the common thing. Uh I think there's I think there's a lot of reasons for this, but I think the big one is that right off the bat, you know, you're almost everyone thinks like a dieter, and it's not your fault. You have been exposed to so many diet ads in your life. Uh, every diet ad always showing you before and after picture how long it took to get there. You know, so you just tend to think in short term time frames, and you think about losing weight as the goal, but losing weight is not the main goal, right? Because you've lost weight and put it back on. Are you, are you happy about that? Want to do that a bunch more times? No, right? What you want to do is you want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. That goal is completely different. Don't let them, don't say that. Well, that's the same shit, Jim. No, it's not. It's completely different. And so you want to set yourself up for long-term success. A lot of people can force themselves to follow a plan for a couple months and they're just forcing themselves to follow it. They're not really focusing on implementing a foundationally different mindset, lifestyle, and eating patterns for themselves forever. The two approaches are completely different, you know, because most people think like dieters, they just want to lose the weight as fast as possible. But how many times have you lost the weight fast as possible and then just to you get tired of it, right? Because the entire mechanism you're using to keep yourself on plan is your willpower to focus on it completely, all right? Um, what's your thoughts on black seed oil? 
I, I don't know anything about the the oil stuff. Um, I, I never, like, again, I never think like a diet, a diet's just a tag. I don't think there's any one diet out there, one supplement, one thing that you can do that's going to get you the results you want. I think you need to think about your weight mastery as a holistic approach, a comprehensive plan to get you the results you want. All right. Um, I normally run in the mornings and by about nine, I'm so tired. Is this bad for my cortisol levels? Um, not, 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 I, I can't answer that. I, I, I think that's, that's, and anyone that would answer that on a TikTok live without knowing you, I'd probably run away from, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on there. What's up, Karen? Um, I, yeah, I get tired in the, in the, it gets so tired, but is that a bad thing or not? I don't know, you know, because I don't know what your lifestyle is. So if you have the opportunity, maybe take a nap at nine o'clock for 25 minutes and see if that replenishes, then you feel amazing, you know? So there's just so much more that I want to know. Um, before I, I suggested anything. Um, all right. Well, you know what? I'm going to get out of here because I'm kind of in a hurry because I can't wait to respond to someone who I think is an asshole. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Hello, Arizona Wildflower. And I want to make clear one other thing. You know, I got a video that, that's kind of doing, um, getting some views. And as usual, life's funny because you can look at things multiple ways in life, right? We all think we all know that. Um, but when I say nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels, when I say thin, I mean you living at your goal weight. Okay. So I don't mean any specific number. I don't mean any specific BMI, you know, range to be in. I think everyone gets to choose what they're going to weigh and you can choose now, now. So again, so to me, thin is you living at your goal weight. You saying I live exactly at the weight that I want to live at. That's what I want for you. What's that weight? Okay. I think your goal weight that you're aiming at should be the weight that gives you the best quality of life. Okay. So it's not just about losing weight. It's about having a great quality of life. Hey, Kelly from the UK. All right. Yeah. Some of my favorite clients are from the UK. Um, I don't know what it is. It's so smart. <laughs> Maybe it's the accents. I always joke. I'm, I'm learning to speak, uh, speak British a little bit. I need a program. I need to fix what's broken. Okay, listen, if um if you need a program, go before you get any program, go to my bio, click the link and get the hypnosis session I give you. It's called the New Thin Me. It's a kickstart session. It'll motivate you to lose weight in a way you probably have never been motivated for. The second thing is, as soon as you sign up, I bring you to a training. It's called Three Steps to Master Your Weight. And it's um it's about a half hour, but it, it lays out everything I'm talking about like in a systematic way. Okay. And so I think that alone is going to really, really help you. You know, I talk about my program at the end and if it's a good fit, I'd love to work with you, but just getting that information in your head, it, it, it gives you more context. You're never given context when it comes to weight loss. You're always zoomed in the diet and just, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. We got to zoom out a little bit and realize who gives a shit what you're told to do. You can't get yourself to do it. <laughs> like, oh, that's the problem, right? I could sit here and tell you, oh, I got my new secret plan. It's written on this, this here little piece of paper. I know what it says? Consume less calories. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God, right? They all say the same thing. But, but, and it's like, they're always telling you what to do and then they always got to make it like kind of a little, little tweak on it, right? To make it seem like you got to do exactly this way. You got to not eat for 16 hours a day because this study shows 14 hours, you, you know, your blood glucose levels don't go the right way. And this, it's that last two hours that make it all worth it. It's like, we're always sold constantly. People are trying to sell you their bullshit. But it's like everything works, you know? So 
anyways, if you watch that training I give you, again, I don't know what your diet philosophy is, but whatever you want to do, it will help you do that more better <laughs> because everyone's telling you what to do and no one ever shows you how to get yourself to do it. No one ever like consistently works to help you get your, yourself to do the things you know you should. You know, so that's why a diet's never going to help you because it's just more of like, oh, let's do this. Oh, in these hours, stop eating that food. Eat this food. Make sure you get this seed oil. Oh, get this berry from the Amazon forest. Oh, make sure you use this equipment. Make sure you fast and exercise with this specific criteria. And it's like, oh my God, please. You know, and then you're like, oh, I got to do it exactly that way. If I don't do it exactly that way, it's not going to work. You know, and that's not true. That's not true. What's way more important than about doing it perfectly to get instant fast results, which is never going to happen, is that you need to... You need to uh, find a plan that's going to last long term. All the results you want, especially if you've been dieting for a long time, you can probably have messed up your metabolism a bit, to be honest. Um, the results you're really looking for now aren't going to come in the first two, three months. Sorry. <laughs> this is the stuff I'm free to say. Don't get mad at me because you know this. You got, you're fucking going on a diet now. Ooh, I used to lose weight. When I was 20, I would have lost 40 pounds, right? And now you're like, oh, now I'm 40. I go on the weight and it's not dropping like it used to. Oh, God. Yeah, because guess what? You're not going to get the results in a month, two months, three months anymore. I'm sorry. What, what do you want? No one else is going to say it. I'll say it. You, you're, you got to get Because first of all, who gives a shit? Because how long you want to keep the weight off for? When, once you lose it, how long you want to keep it off for? Yeah, right? So it's like maybe we should start focusing on keeping it off instead of just losing it quick. You know? That's why all my clients are like usually in their 40s. Because by this time, it's like they've done every diet. And you, in your 20s and 30s, and you couldn't stick with it. What do you think's happening in your 40s? It's, what, what's going to happen? More motivation to wear a bathing suit when you're in your 40s than you were in your 20s and 30s? Like, what? I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but you, you've got to get your mindset straight, you know? And no one's helping you do that that I see. I mean, there's a few people here and there, but it's, you know, there's no one really out there and big. That's why I try this shit for free, just to kind of get a new voice in your head when it comes to weight loss. Christ. <laughs> It makes me crazy. You know, that's one of the people I'm, I'm talking about. This guy, he's an asshole and he's a marketer and he's a diet hypnosis marketer. And I had a conversation with him and, you know, it's like, it was just so clear because he's just a marketer and you're like, what a, what a shithead. Because <laughs> he does all this shitty stuff to people to manipulate them. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, to be honest, his, he's got a program. It sucks. You know what I mean? It doesn't sell. He's overweight. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, like you just, but it makes you behind the, you know, guys don't see behind the scenes like I do with, of this industry. And it's just, it's a lot of bullshit and it's real people's lives though, you know? And that's why I'm pretty on fire with this fucking guy. But anyways, <laughs> but, but I'm on fire with the whole industry. You know, it's a whole industry. You know, I, if you know me, you know what I'm about to say, but the, the diet industry is really the food industry. You know, all the big diets you're referencing subconsciously are all owned by the big food companies. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Um, you know, the company that owns Atkins Food Products, the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. The company that owns Slim Fast, the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. They don't want you to lose weight. They want to get you coming and going. And they want to, when you get on that diet, they don't want to change your mindset at all. They just want to give you some dumb plan you follow for a couple of weeks and then you stop and go back to eating how you were. And so you got to stop with the diets. I can tell you that. But you, you don't know how to stop with the diets because there's a vacuum. You know, it's like if I told you to stop speaking English, you're not magically just going to start speaking Chinese. You've got two mindsets. You've got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset. And your best case scenario is that you diet yourself down to your goal weight. And now you're like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do now. I don't know how to think. I can't think like an overweight person. I can't think like a dieter. I don't know what to do. I feel weird. And you put the weight back on so you can start dieting again and get back to a comfortable place. Does that feel familiar at all? Why have you, why haven't you lost the weight? I mean, you, why? 
Write some answers. I, I was going to get out of here. But I'll, I'll stay for a second. Why do you think you haven't lost the weight? But you think about it constantly. You're a smart person. I know that. So what, what's going on? Yep, Karen said, I just finished the program. It's amazing. I'm going to do it all over again. Change my life. I'll screenshot that. <laughs> and you're awesome, Karen. Yeah, so just shoot me shoot me an email because I will forget. Um, but I'll restart you in the program, okay? So you can redo that. Um, I always start but fail. Yeah, everyone starts but fails because you're not set up to, you're not, those diets don't want you to win with it. What do you think? You think Heinz buys Weight Watchers because they want the, the world to stop eating so much of their shitty food? Right? I mean, come on. You know, the diets are set up to be short term. They're not even fixes. They're short, it's short term weight loss. Like, yeah, sure. You do any of the main diets to the letter, you're going to start losing weight quickly. But you could do that with anything. Any drastic action you take is going to get you some weight loss results. The question is, they're going to be able to stick with it. You've got to start asking that question. You know, Astrid, see you tomorrow. I need to talk to you. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to you, Astrid. I want to see how Friday went. But, um, all right, now I got to get out of here. I got to go take care of some stuff. But thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Awesome um, questions. Uh, appreciate it as always. Have a super day. Talk soon. Bye.